Welcome to Balance with Carmen and Ashi, your lifestyle podcast. We're two busy mums trying to find some balance in our lives. We're here to discuss important topics and to have some fun along the way. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. So today I got unintentionally high. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Explain. So how was that voice note I sent you? I know. <laughs> so I was I, literally listening to it at Speech Pathology and I was trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> so I actually felt really high at the time when I was sending it to you. Um <laughs> So for the listeners, I woke up with a runny nose, like a tap, and with my half marathon in five days away, I had to get on top of it straight away to not get sick because I'm running it no matter what. And um, I had my vitamin C, my um, nasal spray, and then I went to the chemist and um, asked for the cold and flu tablets that have pseudoephedrine in it. Um, and after the whole license and making sure you're not a drug dealer and getting it, <laughs> I took two and then it says on the box, take two in the morning, two at lunch and then the two night tablets. And so I took it and then went home and then probably at lunchtime, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have my other two now cause it's at lunchtime, but I didn't, I didn't think about the four hours you need to allow between the tablets. So there were only about two hours in between the four. Oh. <laughs> and plus, you know, your tiny tummy absorbs medication a little bit quicker than normal. So <laughs> I imagine it probably hit you twice as hard. And all of a sudden. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere right now. <laughs> Like I cruise naps for two hours because I was not a fit parent at that time. <laughs> oh, that's actually so funny because I'm sure there's many people at the moment that have done this because it is cold and flu season. Yeah, and I think because the first two must have hit me and I didn't think about the time you have to allow. All I thought was, oh, I'm about to have lunch. It says to have it at lunchtime. So I just mm -hmm. took it without thinking that it's only been two hours. So... Yeah. <laughs> oh well I'm glad you're feeling good now yes and um, I'm glad we're doing our recording now and not this afternoon <laughs> I know or like midday how fun would have that been <laughs> oh my answers would have been very truthful and slurry <laughs> <laughs> so we actually got quite a few questions um yeah from Instagram and Facebook again so I thought we could start with a few lighthearted ones and then work our way through the more mm -hmm. serious ones. Yeah. Okay. So the first question that we got is, what's your favorite snack or drink? For me, my favorite snack, I do enjoy cheese and crackers. I think that's a really quick, easy snack to have. Or at the moment, I've been loving carrot sticks with a bit of dip for a, like a healthier snack and as for drink it's coffee I'm such a coffee girl <laughs> I don't really have anything else other than coffee and water yeah I love coffee um my snack as you would know 
would be a quest bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love quest bars. Um, and then my, I do love cheese as well. So at night time I'll have like two slices of cheese before I go get ready to go to bed. Yeah. Love, but it has yeah. to be Colby. It can't be. Um, yeah. I've done a blind taste test because Dan <laughs> was saying you can definitely not tell the difference between tasty and Colby. And I was like, nah, you can't. And I proved him wrong. <laughs> My favorite drink, definitely coffee as well. Lately, though, I haven't finished a coffee in about two weeks. I just don't know why. So um, I also drink my – it's like a tea, and they're flavored. They're really yummy mm-hmm. from local nutrition hub. I, they, I post them on my stories sometimes because they give you a dollar discount, and I'm tight. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen a lot of people on my Instagram starting to make some green juices and it's inspired me to start juicing, but I need to get a juicer or try my Thermomix. I'm pretty sure my Thermo could do it. Um, So that's my goal for the weekend is to make up some green juices. I have an Oscar masticating juicer. So instead of like blitzing the fruit, it like slowly <laughs> squeezes and turns it to get as much of the juice out of it as possible. Um, yeah, it's really good. I've been looking on Marketplace, so I'm hoping something comes up because I'm not really into juicing that much that I'm going to go buy a full-priced <laughs> juicer. So hopefully something comes up on Marketplace. It always does. Yeah, mine's from there. It's just it's a lot of parts to wash and juicing is messy and I just find it mm. easier to just go buy one. <laughs> Yeah, this is what a lady at work said to me. She's like, just go and buy a whole bunch of cold-pressed juices and pop them in your fridge and have one every day. And I yeah. thought, yeah, that's probably more me. <laughs> yeah. So another question we got was, what's your favourite way to move your body? Weights, definitely. For me, it's F45. But lately it's running. I have started mm. getting runners high for the first mm-hmm. time. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I imagine that's what being on drugs must feel like, you know, when you get that, like, euphoric feeling after a good run and you just, like, have so much energy and you just feel really happy. That's how I feel after a good run. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't have a lot of drug experience except for this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, me neither. (laughs) But, no, it's definitely a good feeling. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What question do you have? So I got one and it is, what's your guilty pleasure? I don't know. I don't have any. I would have said Quest bars. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Like, what do they even mean? I don't know if it was food related. So it could be anything that's like a, um, like a good thing for you, I guess. Is that what guilty pleasure means? (laughs) Is our life this sad that we don't even know what guilty pleasure means? kids and training we yeah. don't have that is sleep a guilty pleasure i do yeah. like sleep i took a one hour nap yesterday did you Who oh i'm I? so jealous yeah that was my guilty pleasure mm, sleep yeah mm. we're so boring some people would be like alcohol or chocolate or you know a um i don't know like a, a movie night or something but that's yeah sleep you know for me a guilty pleasure would probably be sitting on the couch and not doing anything productive and not feeling guilty about it and binge watching a TV show. Yeah, without being touched or having a child on you or being asked a million questions, even by your husband. 
who takes that opportunity when you're sitting down to ask you a million questions. It yeah. blows my mind why he thinks this is the time to talk to me when I'm watching TV. I had to pause my show yesterday. I, I literally paused it and sighed out loud. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was just like, can you not see? I'm trying to mm-hmm. watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> How dare oh, you talk to if, me? <laughs> I know, but if it was like roles reversed, it would be, excuse me, I'm just going to watch this first. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Another question that I received was, what is the last TV show you binge watched? It's so hard to binge watch TV when we're so busy. Um, but for me, it was probably Euphoria. And I watched it because I was intrigued by it, but I don't think it was a great TV series. And once you commit, you kind of feel like you need to finish it. Yeah. I wanted to know what happened, but um, it was a bit too full on for me. Um, There was a lot of like hardcore drug use and um, a lot of sex scenes and it, yeah, just not really my thing, but I committed to it and I watched it, but I would like to um, start something new soon. That would be nice to watch. (laughs) Well, I just restarted um, Schitt's Creek. Oh, <laughs> I think I've seen the first two episodes of that. <laughs> oh, you need to watch it. I've seen the I whole do. thing. <laughs> and now I'm re-watching it again. And um, it's just so funny and you can just have it on in yeah. the background. And, um, yeah, they're just hilarious. <laughs> That's the kind of TV shows I like that you can just pop them on and it's fun and it's happy and you don't really have to think too much about them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was another question I saw and I tried thinking for an answer before I even ask it. I, I can't. But what, okay. t- what TV family most reminds you of your own? Oh, gosh. Way to put me on the spot. <laughs> it's a good question. It is a great question. Um, okay. This is probably like a little bit of an older one. And I don't even know if they have kids, but you know that King of Queens show? Have you seen that? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, just because, like, the guy's really funny in it and I think him's funny. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one. (laughs) What about you? Did you think of one or? Oh, no, still not. I even messaged Dan and I'm like, give me an answer. Because <laughs> he makes up my mind for me sometimes because I'm really bad at making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I can relate to Monica from Friends quite a bit because she's a bit controlling. <laughs> <laughs> Ham made a funny joke at me yesterday and he said to me, if we ever get divorced, he said, you're going to be the ex-wife like on that movie, um, just go with it. Have you seen that? Yeah. with Jennifer Aniston and um, Adam Sandler, and she pretends to be, like, the, you know, the fabulous ex-wife. He's like, that's what you would be like if we broke up. That's funny. <laughs> and I said, I see it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of Dan, we're picking up his new youth tomorrow. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like, you can drive that down wanted- to your um, marathon this weekend. Yeah, I should drive it down because then he can have yeah. the car with all three car seats and I can be badass with the warrior. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's really exciting for you guys. Yeah. After this <laughs> afternoon's little high that I was on, maybe Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, uh, Working Mums. Yes. <laughs> They're funny. <laughs> They're actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Yes. What do you have? What three things do we have in common? You and I. Mm, yeah, that was one of my questions I got. Well, okay. I would say that we are both pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> totally no, agree with that. <laughs> in all seriousness, we're both crazy enough to have kids super close in age, literally mm-hmm. the same age gaps. Yep. We both lost heaps of weight mm-hmm. and turned our lives around to be focused on being better for our families and ourselves. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anything else. What do you think? I thought, well, we connected over health and fitness, so we definitely have that in common. I think we're both pretty driven in that department. I think we're both really good mums. <laughs> and we both have our days where we're like, oh, God, this morning was an absolute shit fight. <laughs> yeah. Remember last week and I was like, I nearly cried this morning and you were like, I've had the same morning. <laughs> so I think for me it's been really nice to connect that way too. And, yeah, we're both pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll just go with we're both awesome because we can't actually think of a third. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, how did this podcast come about? I don't even remember. Mm-mm. It would have been in a chat somewhere. And I honestly feel like we were having some discussion about something. And we <laughs> yeah, said, hey, this would, make a good, yeah, this would make a good podcast. And then we'll, I think we said, hey, we should do a podcast. And then it just snowboarded from there. Yeah, maybe. It sounds like me because I'll think of something <laughs> and then just do it. I feel like, though, we spoke about it for a really long time before we actually got our bums into gear and got it done. Yeah, because there's a lot that goes into it and kids and everything trying to get it all. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that's behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, and so much more for you because you're producing it. Like I said today, I just show up and talk. You're kind of the mastermind behind it all. (laughs) I really enjoy it. It's been fun. You're doing really well. I'm very proud. Thanks. All right. So the next question I have, do you have a fear of regaining the weight you've lost? Honestly, no, but I have had some thoughts pop up recently about what happens if I did regain some of the weight. And I think that just comes from me being in a little bit of a weight stall at the moment and losing a couple grams and then like regaining some and it's been a bit yo-yo-y I guess and my first initial thought was oh my gosh what if I gain some of this weight back because we have seen it before but I also feel like I am so committed to my health and fitness that there's just no way that I would regain this weight back. I do have the fear, obviously, because it's happened so many times in the past. The amount of times I've gained and lost 20 kilos is ridiculous. And I just think that this time it's different because I've had my children. I've gone through all the changes that my body went through with, like, um, pregnancy and all that. And I've gotten to a point where I've finally made this decision for myself 
but I've also mm-hmm. seen how the results affected my whole family and my children and my like marriage, everything. So it's not worth going back to the way I was before. Like mm-hmm. the life I've gained from losing the weight and how happy I am now outweighs any Ugh. previous version of myself. So I was miserable. I don't want to be like that again. I'm really happy. And I've actually made myself long-term goals. As far as next year, May, I've already booked a three-quarter marathon. So mm-hmm. like that was another crazy thing I thought about doing. And then I just did it in the moment. But I'm glad I did that because if you keep having goals ahead of you, you can keep working towards them within your fitness side of life um, and stay on track. Yeah, I totally agree. And I remember reading that on Elle Goodall's post last week and she said that you need to have some goals that are not weight loss related. You need to have some fitness goals to work towards. And that really resonated with me because in my mind, I think I've had that 65 kilos in my mind for so long that I'm like, no, I need to start thinking away from weight loss and more into fitness. So I'm going to book City to Surf. And then there's a couple local um they're not marathons, they're more like fun runs. So I'm going to book them in too, but they don't start until spring. Yeah. Yeah, I um, when I was talking to Elle, she actually said that she keeps booking Ironman because she initially it was because of the fear of regaining the weight. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and I actually feel for myself, um, like knowing that, I, like running is really good cardio, obviously, for weight loss. So I figured if, and now that I'm, finally enjoying it for the first time in my life I think it's a good hobby to have and to just Mm -hmm. continue working towards bigger runs and better times and stuff yeah it's such a good way to measure your fitness too I find when I'm consistent with my running and my pace is better and my intervals are a little bit longer I just feel so good about it and like I've achieved something so I I actually have seen a lot of people starting like the um the 5k run app recently on instagram and there's so many people out there doing it and i'm like yes this is good yeah yeah i love it and the way i feel and you're outside and it's just really good it's so good for my mind um Mm -hmm. so yeah i definitely love running and i've booked at least five or six runs in the next year already so that's amazing yeah i'm not backing down i'm gonna keep Mm -hmm. doing it Excellent. Yeah, that, that's really good. And I haven't gotten on the scales in so long. I don't even care what I weigh anymore. It mm-hmm. used to be such a big thing in my head. And now I just know that I'm happy with how I feel and look, that it doesn't matter. So I actually had this discussion with Ham on the weekend, and I haven't even spoken to you about it. But I got really emotional Again, because I think I've been in this little bit of a weight stall and I'm sitting like I've seen 70.5 kilos and then this morning it was back up to 72. So I've just been like in between these numbers and I said to him, I'm going to smash the scales. (laughs) He said to me, why? And I'm like, "I, I can't do this to myself anymore. And I looked in the mirror and it was like early in the morning and I was like flexing my stomach and I had some definition at the top 
and I thought, oh, yeah, amazing. Like maybe I'm going to start seeing some – No, I'm, I don't think I'll ever have a full six-pack, but I started to get that like definition at the top. And then I weighed myself and I was still, you know, the between like the 70 and 72. And I thought, when is it enough? Like I've got definition in my stomach. This should be a good, exciting time. But because I jumped on the scales, it just brought me back down. And I thought, no, no more. Let's not weigh ourselves anymore. And I haven't. And I've felt really good this week. That's good. Because, yeah, you have had your head stuck in the numbers a little bit lately with like mm-hmm. the whole BMI thing, which, by the way, I think BMI is bullshit. I feel mm-hmm. it doesn't take into account your muscle mass. It doesn't take into account, like, any of that. So if mm-hmm. – because like, you can have someone who's skinny fat, you know? Oh, 100%, yeah. So don't worry about the numbers. Like, you look good, you feel good. Go smash your scales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put them in the bin gently. Speaking <laughs> – no, smash it. Speaking of um, <laughs> smashing, there's these rage rooms and you go in there and you can literally take an axe and just like whack shit. Like it looks so much fun. I want to go do it. Yes, I've seen them. They look really good. There's some in Sydney. <laughs> take your scales with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in there and smash my scales. <laughs> I have a baseball bat here. I could literally go and do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> That'll be a good Instagram post. I wonder how many likes I'll get on that. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, I am editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do it like a slow-mo video. Yeah. Bad morning again. <laughs> Fuck these scales. <laughs> uh, um, what other question do you have? Oh, your favourite place to shop. My favourite place to shop. Is it sad that it's Kmart? No, Kmart's amazing. I guess it depends what I'm shopping for. <laughs> if it's just Let's senseless. go clothing. Because if it's just senseless shopping, like you don't know what you want or need or if you even need anything, then Kmart. Mm-hmm. But clothing, that's a tough one too because I've never been into fashion because of my weight in the past and I'm still getting used to walking into a shop and fitting into something. So... At the moment, it's kind of just anywhere I walk past and something draws my attention, I'll go in and have a look at it. Um, I'm still trying to find my style, so I don't really know. And like I said, I'm really bad at fashion, so I don't even know what goes (laughs) together. Like, I'm always sending you photos, like, does this look okay? (laughs) I feel like you're doing really well, though. You are. (laughs) Yeah. It is hard, though, when you've lost the weight and trying to find a style that suits. Yeah. I've never been a girly girl. Like, you had to help me with makeup as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think because I've just been in this industry for so long and and with the fashion too, I think I've always, like, seen all these beautiful outfits but never never been able to fit into them and now I can. So this is why I have a problem. (laughs) Well, for once I can actually wear the clothes that the mannequins have on. So Mm -hmm. I've been looking at the mannequins for inspiration and I actually wore an entire outfit that was on a mannequin out one night and got a lot of compliments and actually felt comfortable and confident in it. So that's new to me as well. Yeah, I actually recommend that to most people that if you're struggling, go into the shop and look at what the mannequins are wearing. So each 
fashion brand will have a season. So right now we are in the autumn winter season and they will have a visual merchandising guideline that they have to follow for what's on trend. So whatever is on the mannequin is what's on trend at the moment. So if you're wearing that outfit, it's what's in style. That's probably why you got a lot of comments on it. Hmm. Well, that's good to know because yeah. in the past I did not wear what was on the mannequins. <laughs> it just didn't go with my body type. So it's yeah. it's exciting to be able to wear <laughs> what you see and what you like. Yeah, yeah. My biggest thing at the moment is I'm trying to find styles in winter that I can wear in summer as well. So I've been buying a lot of like longer skirts that I can wear now with boots and like a skivvy, but then in summer I can wear it with sandals and like a strappy top and like even with dresses you can put chuck a jacket on, but you can also wear it in summer. That's clever. Yeah, it's my money-saving technique, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> but I like the skirt idea because you can wear like a crop top with it in summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or now you can pop stockings on, boots, and like a longer sleeve top and a jacket, and it still looks stylish. Yeah, I might take that on board. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I have another question. What would your last meal be? It won't be a quest bar, don't worry. Um, okay, good. <laughs> it used to be like a good steak, but lately mm-hmm. I just don't have the stomach for red meat. Um, mm-hmm. I've become really boring with food because I'm always in such a like focused mindset about my protein and what's good and what's bad. And I stay away from like bad foods just because of how it makes me feel. So mm-hmm. like it's just not worth the indulging for me. I, um, yeah, I get because I feel like I'm on a, I have a hangover even from bad food. So yeah. yeah, yeah. When I have bad food, my anxiety is definitely worse the next day. And Ham said to me on the weekend, it's because um, your stomach and your mind are somehow connected. So if you have bad gut health, you'll most likely have bad uh, mental health. Yeah, I've heard that before as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really think that. I have that big of a desire for a last meal. Like I'd probably, yeah, nah, you? <laughs> I would just have a good Caesar salad. <laughs> of course you would. I maybe, would. I love Caesar. Maybe you'll have your Caesar salad and I'll just have a Quest bar. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. At least you know you'll enjoy it and you'll be happy. <laughs> I really don't know what this sudden love is for Quest bars. I'll probably get over them soon. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. What podcasts do you listen to? Oh, I really like the girls from Life Uncut. I think they are they're just cool and they have some cool topics. <laughs> and then I also really like one called Just the Gist. So they will do a story, but they'll give you just the gist of it. So you could go to a dinner party and just tell the basics but have, like, a conversation starter. So I really like that one. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. Mine, to get into, if I feel like I'm sort of losing focus when it comes to my mindset, um, I like to put on Andy Frisella. He's the guy who wrote 75 Hard, the program. And 
he is a no bullshitter, straight to the point. He'll tell you you're full of shit. Like, he's just so good. (laughs) And as I've said in a previous episode with Linda, that I love tough love when it comes to Mm -hmm. telling me to just get my act together kind of thing. So listening to him really gets me back on track. Yeah. Can you actually send me his podcast? Because I feel like that would be good for me. Ham is a little bit like that with me, like the tough love. Like tonight I said to him, like, oh, I'm just feeling a little bit anxious. And he's like, yeah, how much water did you drink today? How much food did you have? What did you eat? And he full just like, he didn't come at me, but he, you know, he came at me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he's like, well, I'm not being mean, but sort your shit out. (laughs) I was like, okay. That's funny. Um, But it's true. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Between me and Ham, I feel sorry for you. No. (laughs) Do you really want to listen to Andy as well? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you can handle it, Ash. Hello. Um, Another podcast I enjoy is um, her name is Alexis Fernandez and it's called Do You Fucking Mind? She's really good as well. And between her and Andy, they're probably the two people that swear the most actually now that I thought Mm. about it. Um, But she's cool because she starts every episode with a brain fact and she's a neuroscientist, I think something along those lines. She's very, very smart. And um, mm-hmm. you'd think she's very ditzy when you first hear her voice, but then you quickly learn she's a very educated person. And all her topics are just so good mm-hmm. for self-help in every aspect of life. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I've listened to a couple of hers. I must get back onto it. Um, sometimes I listen um, in the car on my way to work. And, yeah, I really like her. Yeah, so I think that my life feels more sorted and on track when I am listening to both their podcasts. And I've noticed a change in my mindset just slightly, but since not being so committed to listening to them. Because when I used to go for my daily walks, when we did the five kilometers a day and it wasn't Mm -hmm. running, I was listening to podcasts. And then when I started running, I started listening to music instead. And I... It's been quite a while since I've listened to a podcast and um, only the last few days I started listening to podcasts while running and I've noticed the difference in my running because obviously the tempo of the music makes you run faster and so when I'm listening to a podcast, my pace has been so much slower (laughs) but my heart rate has been at an optimal level to be able to endure the run more so I don't feel tired, I feel like... I could just keep going. It's been, yeah, it's been really interesting. And then I also get to listen to a podcast, which is good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Um, it was interesting on Shannon and Elle's live. Did you listen to it? Yeah, about the tempo running. Yeah. And about, um, I think he had this playlist that had all these motivational quotes. And I already have the list for it. <laughs> Oh, good, because he was about to give up on a run and then it, I think it came on and he thought, nah, that's it, I'm just going to get across that finish line and that's what pushed him through. So I thought that would be a really cool one to have on your playlist somewhere. Yeah, I, I messaged him and asked for it because obviously Saturday for the half marathon, I wanted something inspirational in my playlist in case I need to <laughs> get some extra push. So, yeah, it's his Black All playlist. Right, okay. 
Another one that I have on here is if you won the lottery, what is the first thing you would do? I think I would pick the closest people to me and I would ask how much is remaining on their mortgage and I would give them a check for the remaining amount just so they are debt free. And then I think I would just go and travel for a year with the kids. That's literally what I would do too. Like I would pay off all our mortgages. Um, I would buy my mum and dad a retirement home each, like a house that they can live in and, um, yeah, probably invest more um, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, do some travelling. Yeah. I would um, buy us a massive property, but I would make sure there was room on the property for mum and dad to have a house and then for us to have a house just so we have built-in babysitters. <laughs> And then I would I would invest and live off the interest. Yeah, sounds good. I enjoy <laughs> these episodes. They're very lighthearted. Yeah, they're fun. So how are you feeling about the marathon on the weekend? I feel good. I, I don't think anything else I can do now is going to change the outcome. Um, I mm-hmm. had my massive week last week. I had my rest day today. I've got two more runs this week and three F45 sessions. So it's a quiet week compared to other weeks. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And then I'm taking the day off before the run. And then, yeah, I don't have any crazy goals to run the whole thing. I just want to get in under the cutoff, which is three hours 20. I think I can do it just under three hours. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck. I know you're going to smash it. (laughs) And. I'll be cheering you on from down here and I can't wait to see your results um, on Saturday morning. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I, I do really think it's a big mind thing. Um, mm-hmm. like our bodies are made to run. Like I know I can do it physically. It's just not getting stuck in your own head when it gets hard. Yeah. 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 But you'll have your motivational playlist and that will push you through it and just will. think about Dan and the kids at the finish line. Yes, yes, I will. (laughs) Well, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Our Facebook group is called Balance with Carmen and Ashi. Make sure to join it for updates on upcoming episodes. Our socials are also found in the show notes. And here's your daily reminder to move your body, take your vitamins and drink your water. Until next time.